What's going on, everybody, and welcome to this very special breaking news edition of the Main Event Talk podcast. I am the Main Event Player to Supersede the God of my Gods, the King of my Kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch walking God's green earth. Uh, well, there's no time like the present right now, guys. Uh, as as um, as noted, there was an episode of the Main Event Talk that was just released a few moments ago, and as a matter of fact, most of you guys probably listen to it right now. Uh, you know, everything from uh, emo night that's taking place over at Richard's Billiards that's going to take place tonight, and of course, we've got some uh, stuff involving um, Impact Wrestling's homecoming. Uh, you know, stuff I talked about with the AEW Rampage, uh, everything about CM Punk and Daniel Bryan, of course, SummerSlam and everything else like that. Uh, all that has been reported on the on the last episode that just took place a few moments ago. Now, just to give you guys some news, and, and we got to get this out of the way here because um, this is something I can't afford to... Uh, to not talk about because after the main event talk was over, uh, I went on my twi- uh, I was listening back on it and everything, and I was going to go ahead and prepare to send out the video or send out my podcast, which is already out there right now on, Sp- on Spotify and everything else like that as we speak. As it was done, I was going on my Twitter feed, I was going on my Facebook feed, and and this is still a bombshell. And if you guys have been hearing the news, it's all over the place. Uh, it is here, and I can't believe it. Uh, the news in regards to the release of Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt has been released from the WWE. I'm looking at this on their WWE uh, Facebook. I'm, I'm sorry, on their WWE.com, uh, where it says here, WWE has come to terms on the release of Bray Wyatt. We wish him all the best in his future endeavors. Now, it really doesn't explain the story, and it really doesn't, you know, WWE. All they've done was release Bray Wyatt. Now, this happened This happened right after my podcast was over. Like I said, I was going through my stuff, and all of a sudden, holy shit. So I went ahead, and uh, I saw my Twitter and saw my Facebook. I had to go on my Main Event Talk Facebook page to let everybody know about what in the world is going on. Bray Wyatt released from the WWE, and that was just, holy crap. I mean, nobody, nobody saw this coming, you know? And... Uh, there's some more news here uh, about Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt released from the WWE uh, contract after 12 years with the company, which that's about right. 12 years is about right with the company. Um, there's really not much detail. Let me see if we can get into this just a little bit more. Um, okay, right there. All right, let me read some some of the stuff that here on the Bleacher Report. WWE has uh, another high-profile release Saturday uh, former WWE and Universal Champion Bray Wyatt. Wyatt signed a developmental contract in, w- in WWE in 2009 and have been part of the main roster since 2010. In addition to being the one-time WWE Champion and two-time Universal Champion, uh, Wyatt held the Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Uh, WWE has parted ways with several big, uh, big name talents since WrestleMania 37 in April. Wyatt joined Braun Strowman, Aleister Black, Mickey James, the Iconics, and among others. Just to read in a few more, uh, it says here, uh, this article is updated, provided more information, and that's uh, I, I think that's pretty much all the information that's going on. So yeah, Bray Wyatt officially released from the WWE, and boy, I gotta I gotta say this, guys, this is. This blew my mind away, and I and I, I still can't believe that you know 
The WWE has been releasing a lot of superstars that really do not deserve to be released in many ways possible. And this was just something that I wasn't expecting. And, um, you know, obviously, I want to go ahead and get into more detail about what we need to talk about. But before I do, um, let me just kind of go ahead and soothe everybody's mind right now. Because, believe it or not, I mean, this is something that we got to think about and everything. So we're going to continue talking on about this whole thing with Bray Wyatt and the release and everything. And give you my thoughts on it. So let me go ahead and kind of soothe the savage beast in memory of Bray Wyatt right now. about that guys i was trying to get right back into this um welcome back to this episode of the main event talk podcast um you know was reading in through a lot of the stuff um 
that have been happening with Bray Wyatt within the past few hours, uh, within the past few minutes. Um, okay, so I'm reading through another report here, just to get it out of the way. WWE has, uh, this was from, um, and I'm trying to read this in here correctly. Um, uh, this is from CBS, uh, w from CBS WWE right here. WWE has announced the shocking release of Bray Wyatt on Saturday afternoon, ending the long tenure of the wrestler who's seen success as the leader of the Wyatt family, as well as under his more recent persona as The Fiend. Wyatt is a three-time world champion in WWE, have held the Universal Championship twice, the WWE Championship once. He debuted in NXT in 2010 uh, during the period of the show. Has more uh, reality competition with wrestling brand, uh, wrestling brand as the Husky Harris and briefly had a place in the Nexus faction before returning to the WWE Developmental Territory uh, Florida Championship Wrestling. WWE has come to terms on the release of Bray Wyatt. We wish him, uh, we wish him the best in his future endeavors. Bray Wyatt, the son of former WCW and WWE star Mike Rotunda, and the nephew of Barry Windham, then took on the Bray Wyatt persona, the leader of the Southern Swamp Cult, featuring Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, and eventually Braun Strowman. The group has has uh, the group fast became the top act in NXT. Now a developmental territory uh, rebranded of FCW and WWE upon their move to the main roster in 2013. In 2019, uh, Wyatt debuted a new character, retaining the name by hosting a sinister children's program titled the Firefly Funhouse. And with a dark, nearly invincible alter ego of the fiend, the change in the gimmick led to uh, led to even more success for Wyatt, and reestablishing him as a top player in WWE. He last wrestled at WrestleMania 37 in April, losing uh, losing a confusingly short match against Randy Orton. While he made one appearance in the Firefly Funhouse segment uh, after the event, Wyatt had almost entirely disappeared in WWE programming in the months leading to his release. With Wyatt's release, no member of the original Wyatt family remains under contract with WWE. Okay, so that's the uh, whole deal right now. Uh, looks like everything's all there. Okay, so uh, as you mentioned here, uh, Bray Wyatt's release from the WWE—you know—it's it, still sending shockwaves all over. Now, as I mentioned earlier, when I was uh, doing the podcast, when I was talking about the whole thing with Emo Night and Rich's Billiards and several other things, when that was released, I was going on my Facebook page, and all of a sudden, immediately when I saw what happened, uh, I was trying to, you know, look into some information and finding out what what in what is the situation? Why did they release him? And was there any chance of renegotiating with Bray Wyatt? Did his contract expired, or was it released? 
or or was he asking for his release or because let's let's um let's kind of reiterate on all this because we gotta we gotta refocus here um when i first saw bray wyatt he was known as husky harris he was a part of uh he was part of i believe the second season of the nxt back in 2009 and then all of a sudden he became a part of the nexus in that same year and then husky harris eventually would go back to nxt or go back to the at the time of uh, florida championship wrestling in 2009 or 2010 and he would reshape his character and become bray wyatt he would become this uh this figure that you know was wearing all these hawaiian shirts that had a hat on and would cut these amazing sinister and demonic promos that just had you hooked that had you hooked on every way possible i i had watched some of the older nxt on my um on my wwe network at the time before before it became Peacock, and I had always wanted to see some of the older episodes of NXT, of seeing all of these developed superstars, everyone from Bray Wyatt to Paige, to Sasha Banks, to Becky Lynch, to Charlotte, you know, just to see how they started. Bray Wyatt's was definitely the most interesting, because he comes out first, right, and of course we know Bo Dallas is his, uh, his brother, I believe, yeah, Bo Dallas is his brother, and Bray Wyatt would introduce the Wyatt family, which it would consist of Luke Harper and also Eric Rowan, right? And the Wyatt family would become this awesome force in NXT, and they would be moved to the main roster over in 2013, where they would meet up with the Shield at the time, which the Shield and the and the Wyatt family were two of the most powerful factions that took place in 2013-2014. They became something extremely special. So Bray Wyatt would go on his own, and you know, I remember the whole thing with uh, his feud with Matt Hardy, which was very, very legendary. Uh, they were tag team champions, and then the Wyatt family would reemerge once again, you know, with Randy Orton as his pa- as tag team partner, and then he would have a feud with uh, Randy Orton for the WWE Championship, I believe it was 2017, I believe, and I think it took place, and then of course we saw the development of the new character that Bray Wyatt would intrigue called The Fiend, and The Fiend was a, a very interesting character because basically when i saw the fiend for the first time he was like pretty much like someone you would see from slipknot because of the mask and because of how he looked he became this menacing character who was truly in the main and in, in a lot of people's eyes uh the best character that they've ever had in the wwe and and he was a good character although there were a lot of things that i would have done with him that would have kept him away from the universal championship or anything and i and honestly and this is just my opinion and if i offend anybody i apologize but i don't think bray wyatt should at the time when he had this character going should even be a universal champion of any kind of anything, you should let this person be the heel first, let him run over any superstar, and then maybe in the months to follow, you can have him in a Universal Championship match or the WWE Championship match, however it goes. Bray Wyatt, uh, the character, the Fiend, was, it was the best thing going in WWE. And his last appearance took place over at WrestleMania 37. He had a matchup against Randy Orton, and I wasn't, I 
I, I liked how the match was, but I wasn't too impressed with how the character had become. I, I, I only wish that the character would have been a whole lot better. You know, you brought in Alexa Bliss, and you brought all these mysterious powers. Uh, I and and I'll say this for the record: I wasn't too impressed with the Firefly Funhouse match that he had with John Cena at WrestleMania 36 because I thought that was a joke. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. So Bray Wyatt's last appearance was at WrestleMania, his last official match. His last appearance took place the night after WrestleMania when he showed up and pretty much was going to start all over. And then, of course, we know what happened after that. I mean, he, he missed a lot of months uh, in WWE, and we weren't sure exactly when The Fiend was coming back. And as a matter of fact, um, the last time I heard anything about The Fiend and I think this was just a couple of days ago, they showed a picture of The Fiend looking jacked and looking slim and trim, and he looks much better and everything. And we were all... I wasn't thinking about the Bray Wyatt character coming back. I wasn't even thinking about The Fiend coming back at all. But if they were to bring him back, I mean, SummerSlam would have been the appropriate time, and I think it would have been maybe even in the draft, too. Now, this is the thing, guys. Uh, the, the release should not be a shock, but right now, I mean, social media is blowing up like crazy right now because of The Fiend's release. And as a matter of fact, several WWE superstars and several AEW superstars, several stars that knew Bray Wyatt at all um, have made their, um, had pleaded their case in every way possible. Let me see if we can find... Um, some information here. Okay, so we're looking at this. There's um, there's a tweet here from uh, I believe it's uh, from Sean Ross Sapp of FightfulSelect.com, uh, who says WWE uh, Ross says uh, WWE screwed up like four different Bray Wyatt reinventions. Uh, that probably isn't the best place for him. And if he wants to continue wrestling, he'll have an infinite opportunity. So that's from uh, Ron Sapp um, on that situation. Uh, let me look at another one here from, uh, I think there was one that I saw from Alexa Bliss. If we can, uh, Fightful Select is talking about it. Ryan Satin is talking about it. Uh, there was one, um, I thought I saw one from Alexa Bliss. I was trying to look for that one. If it's here, but there have been several tweets about um, about what has happened, and man, it, it is just every every. Uh, as a matter of fact, okay, here it is. Um, I've seen Alexa Bliss's uh, tweet here. Uh, this report came out. Um, if I can see the tweet here, it, it just has the report. It doesn't really say anything about what the tweet says. Uh, okay, here it is. Um, it says here. I'm really at a loss for words. Thank you so much, uh, Wyndham, for everything you've done for this company. Uh, the most fun I've uh, had is working with you. Such an amazing talent and the most kind person. I'm just in shock. And uh, be believe me, uh, there's a lot of people that are still in shock over the release of Bray Wyatt and everything. Um, you know, am, am I a huge fan of Bray Wyatt? Um, I I am, but um, there's some people that would compare Bray Wyatt to The Undertaker in in certain ways. I wouldn't. 
in, in many ways because you know and and Bray Wyatt to me is the new the new Undertaker but he doesn't have the how do I put it, how, how do I put it delicately um the Undertaker brings in a realistic deal to him to his character when when he was who he was years ago you believed in him you believed in who the undertaker was you believe he was really the dead man you believed in what he became now bray white on the other hand he he was just like the undertaker and and I'm, and I'm talking about the the old persona you know the eater of worlds bray white talks in riddles and talks in rhymes and talks in all sorts of stuff that you know his promos i mean confusing as they may be they're pretty good they're they're pretty damn good promos and i love what he what he was when he was with the white family the fiend is such a different entity and and from the moment he first came out it was impressive and there was going to be some stuff to him that that brought an entirely different persona to the Bray Wyatt character and you know let's be honest there were a lot of things that happened that WWE made a mistake on and you can't really blame anything on Bray Wyatt you can't like for instance the whole thing that happened to Hell in a Cell with Seth Rollins number one that match should have never have happened and even if they were going to do a one-on-one match with Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship you should have let that be a one-on-one match there's no need for Hell in a Cell. There was no need to do that at all. There was no. You have to develop the the Fiend character before you can set him up in championship matches. And what about what about the whole thing with um, setting Bray Wyatt on fire? I mean, that was that was a bit too much right there. But also, we all knew that it really wasn't him that was being set on fire. True, he was set on fire when he was moving around. But when he hit the ground, we all knew right away when Randy Orton threw the through the match and set it right there where where he was i mean let's be honest he really wasn't set on fire you know we all knew that i mean it was just completely crazy about how that shit went down then comes wrestlemania where bray wyatt has this match and i was i was at a point where and i've said this a few times before where bray wyatt to me in a normal sense you would have Bray Wyatt win. He would become the babyface, and he was already getting over with the fans, right? It would be easy for Bray Wyatt to win and get over with the fans, and this feud with Randy Orton would be officially over. It would be done, just like that. I wasn't too impressed with it because of the fact that Randy Orton gets buried at the hands of Alexa Bliss. I'm basically letting a woman pin a man. I mean, I was disgusted with that, and my, my thought was, I mean, if, if, if anything goes right... Bray Wyatt should lose to Randy Orton. That's my opinion anyway. Bray Wyatt should lose to Randy Orton and you don't bury your talent in Randy Orton who who's and and let's call it like we see it and I'm and I apologize for the things that I'm saying but I'm being truthful with a lot of things that I'm saying here. Randy Orton's a bigger talent than Bray Wyatt. I'm sorry. It, it's it's just how I see things. It's just how I look at things from from a perspective. But how this ended up at WrestleMania, where Randy Orton loses to Bray Wyatt, or, or, or Randy Orton wins against Bray Wyatt, and then this whole thing with Alexa Bliss and Bray Wyatt, which 
W and let's call it we see it, WWE always leaves behind a storyline that either you find a way to continue the storyline or you you end it now and leave all the fans wondering what the fuck. It's absolutely ridiculous. So you know, I just wanted to get that report out. You know, I mean, like I said, I did a I did an episode of the podcast already, and when I was looking through the news about what happened with Bray Wyatt, uh, it, it sent shockwaves all over the social media. No doubt, everyone's going to be talking about this today. I mean, it's going to be the biggest talk of everything happening in professional wrestling right now. So, anyways, once again, guys, WWE has released Bray Wyatt from his contract, and. Um, the fiend is done. It's over. And no doubt this means that there could be a possibility we could see Bray Wyatt show up at um at AEW Dynamite. We could see we we could see it. We don't know when. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, or it may not happen. Who knows? They've already got too many WWE X WWE superstars on Dynamite or AEW. I mean what how how many more are you gonna fill in? How many more are you gonna fill in? We'll have to find out. We'll have to see. It. So, guys, uh, that's going to do for this breaking news edition of the Main Event Talk podcast. Um, of course, you can follow the Main Event on Twitter at twitter.com slash at Main Event Player. You can also follow me on Instagram at instagram.com slash at Main Event Player. Uh, go to my uh, Main Event Talk Facebook page at facebook.com slash at Real Main Event Talk for all the latest info and all the latest information going on. Uh, hopefully, we'll find out some more information in regards to the release of Bray Wyatt, what had taken place, what happened. Was it release? You know, was his release intentional? Uh, was his contract expiring? You know, what what's the situation? Because at this point, we really don't know what's going on. But we know Bray Wyatt has been released from the WWE and uh, best of luck in his future endeavors. And, uh, as, and as always, guys, and before I go ahead and go, uh, and just to get this out of the way, uh, don't forget about Emo Night taking place tonight over at Rich's Billiards, 5815 Weber, not your average heroes. The legend continues, and hopefully the main event will be over at Emo Night and, you know, to see how everything goes out. So thank you for listening, guys, and I'll see you next time on another great episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. Why? Because I can and I want to. Any questions? Enough said. Hmm. Uh, sorry, guys, my apologies. I, <laughs> I was trying to put something on, I couldn't do it, and you know how that shit goes. <laughs> okay. Okay, that should do it. All right. All right, take it easy, guys. See you later.